Hey man, don't be a narc. Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shamer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me this Sunday morning for a hot cup of coffee and a hot cup of the Word of God. Seeing that it's Sunday, it's a new week, therefore a new Torah portion, which is called Vayeshev, which means he lived, and is taken from Genesis chapter 37, verse 1, going all the way to chapter 40, verse 23. Our Sidra today, our Aliyah, is Genesis. Genesis chapter 37, verses 1 through 11, but I just want to quote a little portion of the last half of verse 2, which says, When Joseph was 17 years old, he was a youth. This implies that uh, he was still kind of wet behind the ears, that, that he was kind of conceited, that he was kind of cocky, that he was kind of arrogant. Huh, sounds a lot like a, a lot of 17-year-olds I know around here. <laughs> Anyway, I digress. But it's basically showing and telling that he was very immature for a 17-year-old. And it says, he was shepherding the flocks with his brothers, with the sons of his father's wives, Bilhah and Zilpah. So it's not really the sons of Leah and Rachel, which are more closer to him and more kind of flesh and blood, so to speak, but it was the sons of the handmaids. So therefore, they didn't have the same status as the sons of Leah and Rachel. But it says, with the sons of his father's wives, which kind of by now, they've raised the status of these concubines to not just concubines, but to full-fledged wives. So jo uh, Joseph shouldn't have thought of them in a lesser way as the scripture is implying. And then it says, he was with the sons of his father's wives, Bilhah and Zilpah. Then it says, Joseph brought back a bad report about them to their father. Now, the way that the Hebrew words it, it's implying that Joseph was slandering them, was gossiping, was bringing back hearsay, was tattletaling, being a narc on his brothers. In other words, they really weren't doing anything wrong. It's just Joseph, what he saw, he just wanted to kind of get them in trouble, you know, because he knew he was his daddy's favorite. And he was just kind of nitpicking at things, either that or that he saw something they did and took it in the wrong way and thought they were doing something bad when they really weren't. That's what the, the Hebrew implies. That's what the rabbis and sages of blessed memory, peace be upon them, say about this passage. So basically, today's lesson is give others the benefit of the doubt. If, you, if somebody sees you doing something and it just doesn't look good because they just didn't see the whole picture or they misunderstood what they saw, would you want them going around gossiping and slandering you, saying that you did something wrong when you really didn't? Wouldn't you want them to give you the benefit of the doubt and even approach you and say, hey, this is what I saw and this is what it looked like. Is that what was going on? So, you know, when you see something that doesn't sit right with you, or it rubs you the wrong way, or you automatically think that it's wrong, give the person the benefit of the doubt. First of all, did you see it? And could you have been mistaken in what you saw? For instance, I got a buddy who is a former alcoholic. He's been saved, sanctified, and actually he's a minister. What if somebody saw him staggering out of a bar with another dude? And it looked that they were both plastered, just slam drunk. Well, they could say, oh, well, you know, he's some kind of minister. He's supposed to be saved. And well, he must be backslidden because there he is drunk. 
What if that wasn't the case at all? What if he was a sponsor for somebody who's an alcoholic and they said, look, I messed up. I'm at the bar. I'm, I'm, I'm plumb drunk. I need a ride home. Can you please help me? And maybe this guy was bigger than the other guy and trying to steady him and helping him out. It looked like they were both staggering. So it looked like they were drunk, but that's not what was really going on. Right? So people could be spreading rumors about something that's not even true. So give the person the benefit of the doubt because that's what you would want. And, you know, if, if it really concerns you and it really did look that bad, just go to that person in private as the New Testament, the renewed covenant tells us to do by even our Messiah himself and confront him and say, hey, this is what I saw. This is what it looked like. Is this what happened? I'm going to give you a chance to explain yourself. So did you confront the person and gave them a chance to explain? So that's that's the protocol. That's what happens. That's what we do when we see things that look bad, but maybe aren't. We need to clarify. Did we see it ourselves? And if we did, are we accurate and understood what we saw? If not, have we confronted the person that seemed to have offended us? If Joseph would have done that, Instead of just tattletaling, narking, nitpicking, and, and spreading gossip and slander against his brothers, things could have been different between him and his other brothers. So that's one way that we can improve our relationship by just being transparent with others and giving them the benefit of the doubt. Thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.